Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Jimmy and Johnson NBA podcast. In today's episode, this is season two, episode seven, 27 episodes into the podcast. Looking really, really good. Um, um, I'm just looking here. And yeah, dude, the NBA postseason's getting kind of set up, so. If we look here at the NBA standings, I will do my predictions real quick. Um, in the Eastern Conference, it's looking like, man, that's actually really, really close. So, it's a one and a half game lead from the 76ers to the Nets, and the 76ers have a quite an easy schedule. Not, I wouldn't say, I would say a pretty easy schedule. They play the Heat today at 6.30, and the Heat are a good team, obviously, but, um, they still don't, they won't have um, Victor Lady but for the rest of the season. Unfortunately, there have been, um, it has been confirmed that Oladipo will miss the rest of the season because of injury. It just sucks. He's been injured so much in his career. So, yeah. Um, then, the they play the Magic two games. And that, or those are two games that I think that they will win. And, uh, yeah, I don't think then, I think the, the Bucks, it'd have to be crazy for the Bucks to jump up to that one seed. Um, yeah. It would have to be kind of crazy for them to do that. And, uh, Brooklyn for Brooklyn. I don't think Brooklyn's going to jump into the one seed. I think, I really do believe the 76ers will finish up as the team or as the I think Brooklyn will end up as the favorite to win the title but I just don't see him I don't see him uh winning or uh, uh winning out the 76 the 76ers for the best team um or winning out the for the first place team I see the 76ers holding on to that and I think that I think that they they I think it'll be a close I mean the magic Really, uh, I think it'd be crazy. I think Mo, Mo Bombo would have to lock up Joel Embiid for and for them to lose both games, and the Nets have to win all, out. So yeah. Um, here are my predictions for tonight's NBA games. So yeah, starting off with the first game at seven o'clock. These are all Eastern time, Eastern uh, times. So. Hornets are hosting the Clippers. I'm going to take the Clippers by five in this one. I think that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are finally getting their groove back, especially Kawhi Leonard. I think the Clippers are still trying to hold on to that three seed. Then at Milwaukee playing the Pacers, I'm going to take at seven o'clock, I'm going to take the Bucks winning this one by seven. I think last time they played the Bucks just demolished the Pacers and I'm going to, I'm going to think that Giannis is just going to dominate them. I think Miles Turner is a good defender, obviously, he's leading league in blocks, but I just don't think they can really just guard that paint. And then Drew Holiday, I think, will have a good game along with Chris Middleton. At 7.30, the 76ers play the Heat. I'm going to actually take the Heat in this one. I know I said the 76ers will hold on to that one seed, but I think the Heat will win this game. Um, I think Miami is just kind of starting to get things back. Jimmy Butler has been playing well. Bam Adebayo has been playing well. Um, Tyler Hero has been playing really well lately. And yeah, I'm going to take the Heat by two. At 7.30, the Knicks play the Spurs. The Knicks play the Spurs. Okay. Mm, 
I'm going to take San Antonio by two in this one. I think the Knicks just, I don't know if, I mean, I, I think they, they're going to play their guys, obviously, but I just don't think they're going to play them as much because they've already clinched a playoff spot. And the Spurs still fighting to keep that 10th spot. So, yeah. Then at 7.30, um, the Magic are playing the Hawks. I'm going to take the Hawks in this one. I think that Trey Young is just going to dominate that. The defenders on the Magic, their point guards, are just not really that good of a defender. They're not a, they're not a good team at all, obviously. They're one of the worst teams in basketball. So, yeah. Then Chicago at 8 o'clock, they're playing the Raptors. I'm going to take the Raptors by I'm going to take the Bulls by five in this one. The Raptors are just playing their young guys right now along with the Bulls. They've both been eliminated from the playoffs and the play-in tournament. I'm going to take the Bulls in that one. Then at eight o'clock, the Nuggets play the Timberwolves. Um, I'm going to take the Timberwolves by, by four in this one. I think the Timberwolves have been playing really well lately. D'Lo has been passing amazing lately. Carl Anthony Townsend, obviously Anthony Edwards. So yeah, then at eight o'clock, the Kings play the play the Grizzlies. I'm going to take the Grizzlies by seven in this one. I think Jaw's going to have a great game. Jaron Jackson Jr., they're kind of getting ready for the playoffs. So, yeah. Then at 10 o'clock, the Suns play Trailblazers. I'm going to actually take the Trailblazers in this one. I think the Suns are just kind of, they have been lingering. They've had these winning stretches, but then they've had these losing stretches, and I think that they're going to lose to the Trailblazers. I think Damian Lillard's going to have a great game. So, yeah, those are my predictions for the nice NBA games. So, let's get on with, honestly, I kind of want to do my own. This is interesting because I've been wanting to do this for a little bit now. I think I'm going to do a power rankings of the teams. So, yeah, at one, at number one for me, the power rankings, I'm going to take... Ooh, this is such a tough decision. I'm honestly, right now, this is May, May 13th, 2021. Right now, at this moment in time, I think I gotta, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the Brooklyn Nets. I think the Brooklyn Nets have just been so, so good, and this is after James Harden return. They just dominated that game last night, and I think that's going to be complete domination again and again and again. I think they played – wait, did they play again? No, they don't play tonight. Um, They play – they don't play for a little bit. They, they play Saturday. I think it'll be a good game tomorrow. There are some great games, but um, I think – I think Brooklyn's gotta be number one for me. I think they're my title, my title favorites. I think James Harden scoring, Kyrie Irving scoring, and Kevin Durant's, obviously. To me, Kevin Durant's the best scorer in the NBA. I think Kevin Durant is flat out just amazing. He gets to his elbow spot. His mid-range game is absurd. He can shoot. He's a seven-footer. He's got the lanky arms. He's got a wingspan of, like, it's just so crazy. And his ball handling, and he's not a bad defender whatsoever he's not bad he's not good just kind of I I'm just it's crazy that the, that those type of players can just really really do that and I, I think it's just those guys are like one-of-a-kind players and I think that the next up-and-coming Kevin Durant for me it's Chet Holmgren I think Chet Holmgren can be that type of player where he's he's a seven foot he's lanky he's got a wingspan he can shoot the ball pretty well he has the inside moves which Kevin Durant doesn't 
He is kind of, he's pretty athletic. So yeah, at two for me, I'm going to have the Utah Jazz. I think the Utah Jazz have been playing pretty well, pretty well for what they haven't had with Donovan Mitchell. They've held on to that one spot and, um, yeah, I mean, it, Oh man, the Kings are still in the play in contention. I did not know that. Holy crap! Well, anyway, <clears throat> it's going to be interesting to see playoff time. What what how they're going to be playing? Because they'll either have to be playing. <laughs> I feel so bad for these top tier teams, the Lakers. <laughs> they have to play the Lakers, and I'm just going to tell the I'm going to tell the teams that are possibly in the play in tournament. Lakers, Trailblazers, Mavericks, Warriors, Grizzlies, and Earth Spurs. Those teams will be in the play-in tournament. Or no. They'll either. Yes. Okay, yeah, that was right. I was right. Um, and uh, the, for those two, those two, uh, top-tier teams having to play those, that's gonna be tough. I don't, I'd honestly rather be. The West is a tough place, man. The West is a tough place. Definitely, I do believe that the West is the best conference. By far. So, anyway, um, at three, um, I'm I'm just gonna do my top five right now, and then we'll move on to, move on to something else. At three, I'm gonna have the Phoenix Suns. I think Phoenix has been really really good this season. I think they I don't think they surprised anyone, but I think they also did. I don't think anyone thought they were gonna be this good. I knew I think people thought definitely they're gonna be in the playoffs, obviously. But I don't think they thought that they were going to be this good of a team. I mean, they're almost a 50-win team. Um, so, yeah. Then at four, I'm going to have the Philadelphia 76ers. And the 76ers, Joel Embiid being dominant this season. They're just such an, they're such an interesting team because if their shooters are on, they usually don't lose. If they're not on, then they, they lose a lot. At five, I'm going to have the Los Angeles Clippers. The Los Angeles Clippers are my favorites to come out of the West. I really do believe that they're the. I really like um Kawhi Leonard in the playoffs, and I think Paul George is going to step it up this um when playoff time comes around. Obviously, I know last year, but man, you got to think the bubble was a tough place to play in. You can't see if your family, you're not playing at home, no fans, you're in a bubble, you can't go anywhere. I mean, that's tough. That's tough. So, um, then. I, Wait, I think that was five. So wait, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, and five. Yeah, so six. Or wait, no, that's top five. Yeah, those are my top five teams. I just got an ESPN alert. I'm so sorry about that. But now on to, honestly, I know you guys are getting sick of this probably, but I'm, I, I'm, I think the mock drafts have changed it up a little bit. The mock drafts, I got, I got some outliers right now. I think you guys are going to like what I'm going to do here. So, we're going to restart the draft. We are going to be doing um, the full draft. The full draft. And um, we'll do... Okay. We're going to do a draft lottery real quick. Lottery. Hold on, I'm just trying to. NBA. 
generator, all right, draft lottery, NBA draft lottery generator. So, yes, we're going to send the lottery. So, wow, this is how the lottery is going to go. So, Cleveland gets one, Minnesota gets two. Or here, I'll, let me just type it in. I'll be right back to you guys. I'm just going to cut recording and I'll get back. Okay, you know what, guys? I'm just going to scrap that idea. We're not going to do the draft lottery. I noticed it. It's not really, um, we're just going to do the official NBA standings right now. And yes, let's get started. So, the Houston Rockets have number one. And honestly, Houston, I think this is a no-brainer pick. This is this has got to be um, Davion Mitchell. No, I'm just kidding. But you guys know I love me some Davion Mitchell. He's one of my favorite players in this draft. But I think they got to go Cade Cunningham. I mean, he has shown time and time again that he's that number one overall pick. Now it's two, the Pistons. I'm going to have the Pistons taking Evan Mobley. Those are my top two guys. I think those guys have separated themselves in the NCAA tournament and in the regular season. I love those guys. Those are my favorite players, and I think that they're so athletic. And, yeah, at three, the Thunder. I'm going to have the Thunder taking Jalen Green. And I know some of y'all Jalen Suggs fans are going to be like, oh, what, Jalen Suggs? I really like Jalen Green, man. I think he's going to be a top tier. I think he's going to be like the Kyrie Ring of the world. I think he's going to be like that next. That next, the future. He, I think he's the future of the NBA along with Cade Cunningham. Obviously Zion and Luca, but those guys are just, he is just such an amazing player. He can work off the ball. He can shoot the ball and he's already getting used to the NBA three point line. Um, while playing in the Ignite G League. Now it's the fourth pick in the draft. I'm going to have the Orlando Magic taking Jonathan Kuminga. I think he is my, he's my fourth best player in the draft. Um, it goes, for me, it goes one, Cade, Cade Cunningham. Two, Evan Mobley. Three, uh, Jalen Green. Four, Jonathan Kuminga. Five, Jalen Suggs. But at five, you have the Cavs. I'm not going to have the Cavs taking Jalen Suggs. I'm going to have them taking Scotty Barnes. I think Scotty Barnes is my sixth best player in this draft. I think Scotty Barnes is an amazing player. And I think I see Jalen Suggs, if this is how the draft goes, like just the lottery, whatever. I don't see. I think I, I really think that Jalen Green is going to jump ahead um, from playing in that Ignite G League team. And I think Jalen Suggs now has fallen out of top five for me. I just It just depends on the teams, you know. I don't think that the Cavaliers, with already Colin Sexton and Darius Garland playing very well this season. Yeah. Ooh, man. Now the Warriors with the sixth pick via Minnesota. I think with Jalen Suggs falling out of top five, I'm going to take Jalen Suggs here. Risky for the Warriors. Risky coming off the bench in the first couple of years, but I think Steph Curry can mentor him, and I think that'd be a really good pick for Golden State. So I'm gonna have Jalen Suggs going to Golden State, and at seven, Toronto. I'm gonna have Toronto taking. Ooh, man, I really, really like this pick for Toronto. I think they could do something with it, but I'm gonna have Toronto taking Moses Moody. I think Moses Moody is one of those players where I wanted Golden State to take him. I think he's one of the few players that are ready right away to play in the NBA. Like to me, he's a flat out scorer. He can score the ball. He can shoot. His mid range game is on point and I really like that he, ne- that fit next to Fred Van Vliet. His defense is not bad whatsoever. Uh eight, Orlando has another pick via 
Chicago, they took Jonathan Kaminga with their fourth pick, and now I'm going to have them taking Jalen Johnson. I think Jalen Johnson is one of the most raw players in this, in this draft class. I think Jalen Johnson could be something if he develops develops a shot. He's a good playmaker. Um, his defense is pretty solid, but I really just I think he, if they develop him right, he could be a really really good player for them. So they could have a starting lineup of like what what are we talking here? Like oh man, if Marco Fultz comes back, like he'd have Fultz at one, two, you could have Cole Anthony or R.J. Hampton. At three, you could have, at the three, you could have Jalen Johnson. At the four, you could have, um, you could have Jonathan Gaminga. And at five, you could have either Mo Bamba or Wendell Carter Jr., which I think they're going to have to pick between those two guys. I don't think they can have both of them on their team. I think that is simply just wasting talent. At nine, New Orleans, uh, I think I'm going to have New Orleans taking, hmm. I'm gonna have New Orleans taking James Booknight. I'm, I think James Booknight has climbed up the ladder for me. Uh, he's just a great scorer. He averaged almost 19 points per game in college this season, and I think that New Orleans could use him. And I think that he could be that backup shooting guard that can come off the bench and give you buckets. I think that they're gonna trade Eric Bledsoe for sure this off season, and you could fit Nah, um, uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker into that starting lineup. And I think that would work out pretty well with Lonzo Ball. You kill Alexander Walker at the two. At three, you could have Brandon Ingram. At four, you could have Zion at the five. Um, Steven Adams. Steven Adams, because you paid him a lot of money um, for an extension, which I don't I, – I, I like the extension, but he has not lived up to that, I don't think, for me. At ten, Sacramento. Hmm. Ooh. Sacramento. Um, this is so so tough because, like, I want to use. Hmm. What if we did this here? Hold on here. I'm going to try and do this. Cleveland took Scotty Barnes, right? Orlando took... I'm going to go to Orlando. Let's say here the... Ooh, the Kings called up Orlando. All right, the Kings right here. Right, where are they? The Kings say, Hey, Orlando, we're done with uh, Marvin Bagley. He's too injury prone for us. Why don't you give him a shot? Kings give up Marvin Bagley. Um, Orlando gives up this. Um, or Orlando gives up. Uh, where is he at? Scotty Barnes. Or not Scotty Barnes. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking out here. Jonathan Kaminga. And then watch this. Boom. You could just do a straight up. Um. There, yeah, straight up Marvin Bagley for the first, for the Jonathan Kuminga player, and I think that would work out for the Kings. So, yes. Anyway, I'm just, I'm not gonna do any trades here. Um, uh, I, I'm not gonna do any trades right now. That's actually pretty tough, because I really, really, I think, 
that if the if the Kings jump up, I don't think they can't. If they get number one, I don't think the Kings ha- can take uh, Cade Cunningham because they gave De'Aaron Fox a six-year extension, and you just drafted one of the top players in this last year's draft, in the 2020 draft, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, and that that's your two-point guard for the future. Um, so I think you go here. I think you go Keon Johnson here. Play at small forward position. I think that he gets, he's a really good defender, and I think that could really help out that that young core there in Sacramento. And at eleven, Washington Wizards. I'm gonna have them taking. Ooh, Washington. Oh, man. I'm gonna have Washington taking. This is this is such a tough pick for me, man. I'm gonna have Washington Washington taking Isaiah Jackson from Kentucky. Isaiah Jackson is my 14th best player in the draft. Obviously, if you've watched my or listened to my podcast episodes, you would have saw that in my big board, he was my 14th best player. He is such a good player to me, and I think that he could definitely be a top, uh, a really good big man for the Washington Wizards, especially on the defensive end. I think they need help there. I don't think Thomas Bryant can be that starting center for them to be. Uh, title contenders or playoff contenders honestly at 12 san antonio i'm gonna have san antonio taking kai jones i've been set on this pick he is not my top 14 but i'm gonna have him taking him at 12 because i think coach popovich could definitely develop kai jones into a really really solid player and um yeah i think that that's gonna be scary to give Greg Popovich, his hands on Kai Jones. At 13, Indiana. I'm going to have Indiana taking Corey Kispert. I've mocked this for a long, long time. I think Corey Kispert, Corey Kispert's really solid on defense. He can shoot the ball amazingly well. And I think that that's really valuable in the NBA right now. So now at the 14th pick, Memphis Grizzlies have this. I'm going to have the Grizzlies taking Davion Mitchell as a two. I don't think he's a one. I think he's a two. I don't like him as your primary ball handler. I think that Jaw is obviously the primary ball handler there in Memphis. And I think that this could be a great defender next to John Morant. I think that'd work perfectly in my eyes. How I could see a Davion Mitchell and then Jaron Jackson Jr., Brandon Clark. That's a great young core you got there in Memphis. With the 15th pick, Charlotte has this. I'm going to have, whoa, okay. I'm going to have Charlotte taking Alper and Sengun. Sengun. I don't know how, um, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that name. I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. But anyway, I'm going to have them taking him. Now it's 16th pick. The Boston Celtics have this. I'm going to have Boston taking Sharif Cooper. I think Sharif Cooper is a top player in this draft, possibly. His ball handling and his passing is tremendous, and I think that the Boston Celtics would value that. And I think that if Kemba Walker gets traded, that's not a bad replacement. Now at the 14th pick, or 17th pick, the Golden State Warriors have this. I'm doing the full first round, by the way. Golden State took Jalen Suggs. Now I'm going to have them taking... This is tough. I'm going to have Golden State taking a flyer on Greg Brown, another power forward from Texas going. I think he could just take a flyer and possibly help you win a championship because I think that it's win now for Golden State. At, with the 18th pick, the New York Knicks have this. I'm going to have the Knicks taking 
Ooh, Knicks have some options here. I'm going to have the Knicks taking Jaden Springer, though. I think Jaden Springer is a really, really good player. I think that the Knicks can develop him. And with Derrick Rose having, having a contract year, I think that they do resign Derrick Rose. But I think Derrick Rose, they're only going to sign him for a one- or two-year deal. And you could develop Jaden Springer into being that point guard next to, quickly, um, Barrett, Randall, and Miss Robinson. Now at the 19th pick, the Oklahoma City Thunder have this via um, Miami. I'm going to have the Thunder taking Usman Garuba. I think that they just try and develop him into being a small ball center. I think that he could be really, I think he could work really well with that. Now at the 20th pick, the Atlanta Hawks have this. Atlanta. I'm going to have Atlanta taking uh, Josh Giddy. I think he could be that Rondo type player that they signed and traded. I think he could definitely be that facilitator off the bench. Now, 21st pick, the Los Angeles Lakers have this. I'm going to have the Lakers taking, I'm going to have them taking Jared Butler from Baylor. I think Jared Butler could be a tremendous ball handler into that starting lineup and could help them win right now. I think he is also a really good player that could, is a NBA ready player right away. After 22nd pick, New York has, New York has this pick via Dallas. I'm going to have them taking Franz Wagner. He has fell a little bit. I just think that his stock is kind of falling right now just because of his his jump shot, his inconsistency on offense. 23rd pick via um, Houston. I'm going to have them taking uh, Zyre Williams. I think he could be that small forward, and you could have uh, a backcourt of Cade Cunningham and uh, um, Cade Cunningham and Kevin Porter Jr. at the small forward. You could have Zyre Williams, power forward Christian Wood. And right now they have a pick at 24. I'm going to have them taking Dayron Sharp. That could be your starting lineup right there. Um, they had that pick via or, uh, Milwaukee. Now it's the 25th pick via Denver. I'm going to have Denver taking um, Cam Thomas. Cameron Thomas is a really, really good shooter, and I think that they will value that. And I think Will Barton, I think Will Barton time is going to either come to an end after this season or next season. I just don't see, I don't see him being on that team for too much longer. Now it's a 26 pick in the draft. Um, the Brooklyn Nets have this. I'm going to have the Nets taking, oh man, I'm going to have them taking, um, Charles Bassey from Western Kentucky. I, I really like him. Um, I think they just take a flyer on a player that can maybe replace DeAndre Jordan in a couple years. That's the 27th pick via, um, or, uh, tw- the Clippers have the 27th pick now in this draft. I'm going to have the Clippers taking, I'm going to have the Clippers taking Iota Sumu. And he could be like that passer or a scorer that could come in and just give you buckets when you need it some. Um, need some jumpers to go in. He, he could help you with that. I think that he could re- replace Rajon Rondo after this season. That's 28th pick. The Philadelphia 76ers have this. I'm going to have the 76ers taking Josh Christopher from, uh, uh, from Arizona State. I think he could definitely be a really, really solid player and could maybe be a Danny Green replacement. <laughs> Now at the 29th pick, Phoenix has this. Phoenix has been really, really good. I'm going to have them taking Trey Mann. I think Trey Mann could definitely go top 20, but I don't think he will. I think Trey Mann could be um, like a – I think he could be a Chris Paul replacement down the road, but right not right now. I think he could come off their bench and help them. I think he could be like that Cameron Payne that they have right now. Now with the 30th pick and the last pick of my mock draft, I'm going to have the Utah Jazz taking Deshaun Nix to be that Mike Conley replacement. His – contract is coming to an end and that is my mock draft folks thank you all for 
um, uh, listening to this mock draft, um, hold on, I'm just trying to load this, okay, anyway, here's my mock draft, at one, Cade Cunningham at two, Cade Cunningham to the Rockets at two, two, um, Evan Mobley to the Pistons, three, Jalen Green to the Thunder, four, Jonathan Kaminga to the Magic, five, Scotty Barnes to the Cavs, six, Jalen Suggs to the Warriors, seven, Moses Moody to the Raptors, eight, Jalen Johnson to the Magic, nine, James Booknight to the Pelicans, at ten, Keon Johnson to the Kings, eleven, Isaiah Jackson to the Wizards, twelve, Kai Jones to the Spurs, thirteen, Corey Kisper to the Pacers, fourteen, Davion Mitchell to the um, to the Grizzlies, 15, Alperin Sengun to the Hornets at 16, uh, Sharif Cooper to the Celtics, 17, Greg Brown to the Warriors, 18, Jaden Springer to the Knicks, 19, Yusman Garuba to the Thunder, 20, Josh Giddy to the Hawks, 21, Jared Butler to the Lakers, 22, Franz Wagner to the Knicks, 23, Zara Williams to the Rockets, 24, Daron Sharp to the Rockets, 25, Cam Thomas to the Nuggets, 27, 26, Charles Bassey to the Nets, 27, Ayo Desumbu, 28, Josh Christopher to the 76ers, and I had Ayo Desumbu go to the Clippers, at 29, Trey Mann to the Suns, and 30, Deshaun Nix to the, um, to the Jazz. So yeah, that is my mock draft. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the NBA podcast. Um, I will get to y'all in episode 28, season 2, episode 8.